0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNC's apply.
1: Right now, we're going to focus in on the other provincial finals uh, this coming weekend. We're utterly delighted to welcome back to the program. it has been a uh, big presence on SCNZ over the last few months. We've appreciated his knowledge. Uh, you can uh, follow him. And all his fine work at rugbyheartland.co.nz. Kevin here, the man, the legend when it comes to all things uh, Heartland Championship. We haven't uh, paid enough love uh, to this competition 2021 due to, um, you know, demands with with all these other events going on. Kevin, thanks so much for dropping by. Do we find you well?
2: You find me very well. Uh, Happy man today. Um, We got a great game on this afternoon. And... uh, and then the uh, entrees tonight, and then the main course tomorrow afternoon at Sacklera Park.
1: Yeah, It's going to be an absolute uh, delicious one, now uh, for sure. Hey, um, we embarrass ourselves every week with our big predictions as far as the sporting weekend to come is concerned. <laughs> uh, heading into the season, you had high hopes for West Coast. I do remember you uh, saying to Ricardo Ball, "How did the mighty coast go?" Which, of course, is Grant's favourite side because he's got a he's got a trip up yet to be conferred with Nigel Yolden to John Sturgeon Park one day. Uh, how did the Mighty Coasters go?
2: Yeah, 0-8. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, thank you, Ricardo. Um, he had me on last <laughs> week about it. I thought that would be the last I'd hear of. You know I'm going to no. hear about it forever. Um, but, hey, let's just remember, I did pick Tim's alley when they were paying 80-1 to one a couple of years back, so, you know, you've got to take the wins you and did. the losses.
1: You did. Um, but, and- yeah... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, brilliant stuff. Sorry. Um, That's right. We 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 are jerky on the show. We we do like to give it to each other. You know, there are knives, multiple knives in our back, and I must admit, I I tend to stick most of them in. Uh,
2: uh, Kevin, um, my nickname's great. Cuddles, by the way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. We loved cuddles earlier in the year. What a nickname that was. Do you do you have a nickname, Kevin? Oh yeah, it's just Rabs. Rabbit. Rabs. Okay, rabbit. Yeah, oh, here, okay. obviously. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, Kevin, we've uh, we've only got an hour forty six before kickoff. Is that correct? That's what I've got on my uh, my phone here. Yep, two oh five kickoff
2: what, down at Pleasant Point.
0: Yeah. So, is there is there quite a noticeable difference between the build up to games with you know NPC and Super um, Super Rugby compared to Heartland Championship? Do they have the same sort of warm ups and um, same professionalism going into the game?
2: Oh, totally. I mean, if you take, um, you know, uh, East Coast, for example, you know, uh, they they had to get down to Levin last weekend and no accommodation, so they all just pitched a tent at the bottom of the Taroos uh, <coughs> and spent the night in the bush. So, you know, there's, there's so many um, comparisons of the Super Rugby boys. It's unbelievable. Uh oh, yes, I'm 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 like in like a, a, a
1: mirror. It's like looking at a mirror, Grant.
0: Imagine you little cricketers. How much complaining would you have done if you couldn't get accommodation and had to pitch a tent? I'm just trying to think. I think one of the, the, the scariest moments was probably getting into a military plane with no windows uh, in Sri Lanka and thinking this could be the last flight I'm on. But, uh, yeah, I've never pitched a tent outside the ground uh, just before playoff. So that is well, interesting. Again, but, I mean, that's what we love about the Heartland Championship is the stories we hear outside of the, the, the game.
2: Oh, totally. And, I mean, you know, and, and, and when you look at um, the games today, you know, we've got the game, uh, the Meads Cup, in, at Pleasant Point, you know, um, I mean, wasn't it only a month ago that you guys ran a competition to uh, have a field to be upgraded because it was in yes. such poor condition? And uh, didn't Pleasant Point win that competition? So, um, yeah, so basically we're playing in a meat Cup final on apparently the worst ground in the country. So that's an interesting one as well. So uh, luckily, FDNZ got in and uh, helped them uh, sort it out. But, um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, the, this afternoon's game, it, it's, a, it's a humdinger. I mean, you know, um, sure, South Canterbury uh, being the juggernaut, but, you know, you look at Whanganui, and not and, and just as big. And uh, South Canterbury have only won by a few points in the in recent games against Wanganui. So yeah, um, some of these odds you've seen at the TAB are just, you know, nine to one for seven and under for Wanganui It's just crazy money.
1: Yeah, that that is crazy, and uh, that might get mentioned later on this program. Um, so let's talk more about this final. At uh, I think uh, it should be known uh, up until SCNZ, um you know, gives it a facelift. The soon to be Pleasant Point Rugby Club. Uh, that, that's far more fitting. South Canterbury wanganui I, I, we're glad that they've made it through the semi-finals with all due respect to my Swampies, and I've gone completely bank on the other semi-finals. But these clearly were the two best sides. Only one loss between them, and of course, that came in the game between uh, each other in Whanganui, where it was South Canterbury winning by just six points. So it's always nice when the best teams make it to this game, isn't it?
2: Oh, true. And this should have been the grand final last year, um, but due to COVID and those semi-finals, you know, um, Wanganui um, missed out on a semi-final place, so they had to take the uh, second prize of the Lahore Cup. But, you know, you look at these two teams and um, going into, the, into today, uh, South Canterbury have um, got the new record of 444 points, breaking Wanganui's 440 back in 2016. And um, they're on 64 tries, breaking Wanganui's 63 uh, back in 2008. And now they're only a couple of conversions behind from breaking Wanganui's uh, record in 2008 of 45. So, um, yeah, so there's records galore between both teams. They're the two, you know, outstanding Heartland teams in the championship um, by far. And, uh, yeah, this final would have been picked two years ago easy because they
1: so good. South, yeah, South Canterbury, I think, have cracked the half century in four of their last five games and gone over 70 in a couple of them. So who's been the star man with regard to their attack?
2: Well, it's, it's totally Sam Briggs. I mean, he's, he's only played the eight games, but he's been knocking them over right, left and centre um, over for a, a competition record of 35 uh, conversions. But um, you know you've got uh, Kalavini Lataga, he's on eight tries. Uh, you've got uh, Luawi Samolpi, he's on eight tries. You've got Sui Kalala, uh, he's on eight tries. So you know across the board. But you know thrown in there, you've got Simi Vodasi from Wanganui. And apologies if I'm getting their names incorrect. Uh, Alex uh, CO Vagaro from Wanganui, he's on eight tries. So there's firepower in both teams. I mean mm. at the moment it's just it's just crazy. Um, So, yeah, but then, you know, you look at Sam Briggs and Ethan Robinson from Whanganui, you know, between them, they've scored over 200 points. Some teams were lucky to get 200 points this year. And just these two guys alone have kicked, you know, 65 penalties and 20, uh, sorry, 65 conversions and 20 penalties. So this is why this game is going to be a humdinger. 200 points each, individually? No, no, between the two of them.
1: Oh, between, between the, the two them. of
2: them. Sorry. It, God, my yes, my head nearly exploded it, at
0: that. Thank you for clear, clearing that up. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that so, up. So Ke- yeah. Ke- Kevin, um, there was obviously, as Daniel said, six points between them in the pool stages. Now, what are Wanganui going to have to do? To, to? It sounds like South Canterbury are clearly the dominant team, but there was only that those six points. So what are they going to have to do to, to get over the line um, today?
2: Well, basically, instead of uh, what we saw last week against Tenzelli, they, they were you know running it up through the middle, but you know they 've got to just set that platform and get it out to these guys on the wings um, you know um, basically it 's a case scenario of you know just keeping playing sensible rugby, keeping it tight, and when they 're doing for the kicks, kick it deep because you know, um, the defence of Wanganui is okay and um, if, and if uh, they want um, South Canterbury to come forward, well, they, they'll be able to hold them. And um, I, I just believe if they can keep it tight and then flick it wide, then Wanganui can get up over South Canterbury today. All
1: right. Okay. So let's talk about uh, tomorrow's game as he hurriedly tries oh. to bring it up. his that uh, scream? Oh, oh, listen to him. He's getting... Oh, you get, what, you've got butterflies? <laughs> what, a little, little flutter in the heart? Is it, Kevin?
2: No, I'm just so looking forward to this. 3,468 days since the greatest final in any code in New Zealand. Uh, 2012, East Coast were playing Wanganui at Whakarua Park in front of about 5,000 fans. They were losing 20 points to three, and they came back to snap the title by 29 points to 27. What a great era. Eight years go by, they win two games and now Jose gears come in and uh, they could have made a semi-final last year if we had semi-finals this year they had the semi-final, they had the chance and results went their way, they've flung open the gates at Whakarua Park uh, the record is I think 6,000 plus back in 2001 against Nelson Bays um, there's going to be every man, dog and horse at that game tomorrow <laughs> afternoon it's going to be a, 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 an event to watch at one o five due to logistics. They've brought the game forward yeah. an hour uh, because of mid-Canterbury, yeah. Right, okay. But, yeah. Gee, there's a
1: ho- whole lot to, to unpack there. If we're still doing Legends segment uh, come finals weekend next year, we might have to actually dig a little bit deeper into that final uh, on uh, the balance of what uh, Kevin's had to say there. Lots of passion, but that's extraordinary. So since that last final... How many games did you say they'd won prior to the season?
2: Was it only two? Uh, well, um, last year they broke their 55-game losing streak. That's right. Um, so was it was at, 55 and games. I was at that game yeah, at their centenary at Queen's birthday. Uh, but between them winning the Meads Cup and that game, they'd only won two first-class games. So they won a couple of non-first-class, but only two first-class games. And um, they were both against Poverty Bay from memory. And um, and then uh, Jose came in and they started, you know, rebuilding, and uh, they picked up three wins. And this year is their best season since 2012. Uh, for wins, so um, it's great, I mean if we look back at that game, the guy that scored the winning try was Verdon Bartlett and I believe he will be in the team uh, tomorrow afternoon, so how about that for a fairy tale? if he turns around and scores a winning try tomorrow afternoon uh, 10 years almost to the day of him scoring that famous try against Wanganui
1: Well we hope that's the case because he'll be the guy we speak to in 12 months time, won't he, Uh, Grant (laughs) I I, I would think, But, but this is a toss of a coin game isn't it but this could really go either way. There's probably not as firm a favourite in this game. Is that fair as we wrap this up?
2: Um, well, no, I, I would definitely lean towards East Coast to take it out, only because we had 350 oh. people in that pre season, uh, during the regular season when East Coast got up 36, 34 in Ashburton. There was only 350 people there. Uh, tomorrow, the crowd alone is going to be worth at least 10 or 15 points to the Heartland boys. They're they going to be playing for the Ely, yeah. playing for the Naudi. Yeah, you know, And the passion is going to be immense. And uh, I think, um, I mean, one of the uh, guys for uh, Mid-Canterbury, uh, Mason Bryant, I know him personally, uh, a young American guy, played for New Orleans Golds, played for Buller, and now he's going to be probably playing in his biggest game of his career, uh, more than even Major League Rugby. Oh, Kevin,
0: uh, thank you, you so much. Uh, I can hear the passion in your voice. Love Is there it, anything exciting you're doing just to lead up to this game? Well, drinking uh, sorry, some water, I, I think. think, Kevin. What, what are you doing uh, that's no, really no. exciting leading up to this game?
2: Uh, leading up to this game I'm suing back and I had the privilege of having the Ramfurti Shield last week so I uh, got the still out and Oof. I made a, a special batch of Ramfurti gin and I am um, going to be <laughs> having that with a few uh, Ramfurti bourbons sounds Oh, lethal. magnificent!
1: Well hopefully you've got a better constitution than Elliot because it sounds like tomorrow morning you could wake up having bought a steak and a horse at this rate
0: Might have a share in a horse tomorrow,
1: <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Kevin thank and, you mate Enjoy and, and, it yeah. Really do appreciate the knowledge Cheers, mate.
0: Right. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. Kevin
1: here, joining us as he has done throughout the season uh, across a number of shows on SNZ. Uh, thank you so much uh, to Kevin. Uh, and then you can follow his uh, stellar work uh, throughout the
0: Heartland Championship seasons, uh, rugbyheartland.co.nz. i for those games now. You could hear the passion. I thought that, you know, the first game we were talking about, um, you know, the Meads final, I thought that that was the big one. But he really fired up. Oh, it's a really cool storyline hearing him outline uh, what's
1: happening. at Nazi Pro East Coast.